God bless you all this morning. So good to be in the house of the Lord. He's a God that is worthy to be praised. You know, God gets better and better each day. You know, just like that song, he gets sweeter and sweeter. And there's no one like Jesus, no one to follow like Jesus. It doesn't matter how difficult life gets, it just gets better with Jesus. Because Jesus doesn't leave us alone, whether we have money or not, whether he's, we have friends or no friends, he's always there. And you know, he has not brought us this far to let us down. And uh, so God is an amazing God. So just keep your eyes focused on Jesus because he's the author and finisher of our race. Amen. So good to be in this house and to see a healthy church. You know, I travel around many churches and it's always good to, to know that our churches are doing well. And, um, and we know our pastors are doing well. And uh, the church is composed of families and people. That, that love God. Just like your logo, it's not that we're perfect, but we get to meet a perfect God. And, uh, and he's an awesome God, and we just uh, congratulate your pastors for doing a great job, his team, and all the four services that are going on simultaneously today and uh, with a fifth audience uh, through the uh, Facebook Live and other means. And God is just an, an awesome God. You know, when, he th when the enemy thought that 2020 was going to stop the church, you know, the devil's a liar. He can't stop the church because the church runs faster than a virus. Yeah. You know, the church is the, is the church of Jesus Christ. And the only thing that has filled the earth has been the glory of God. And the glory of God is in this place. And can you sense the presence of God? He's right here. He's ministering to our lives. And, and what a great time of worship unto the Lord. And for the worship team, for just pre preparing us and to enter into the presence of the Lord this morning. My wife is here with me, uh, our first lady, uh, Jamilet Alvarez. Uh. And please pray for us because we have like a three-week uh, challenge journey of travel starting today. We go to Springfield this week and then we get back for a few hours and get to Cuba from Cuba, we get back to a few hours, and then we head to San Antonio, Texas, and from Texas we go to, uh, to uh, one of our sections, Columbia. Also, after uh, general council this week, we, we go to Tennessee to one of our sections, and uh, just keep us in your prayer so that uh, flights will be always on time. And uh, we praise God the other day we, we had to be in Honduras. I only had 48 hours to be there. And I praise God, we, the plane got there a few minutes early, and uh, it brought me a few minutes early as well to be at a church last Sunday. So God, God, it's good. I felt like I had my own private plane last weekend. <laughs> God is amazing. So um, just keep us in your prayer and, we, and, and that the Lord will keep us safe and that wherever we go, that we can be of instrument to the glory of God. But here, we, God has placed us for this morning a, a message on trusting in God trusting in God how many of you trust in God and I'd like you to open to your Bibles to Psalms 11 verses 1 through 7 Psalms 11 1 through 7 and when you have a say a man no one has found it yet I'll wait patiently for you but Psalms 11 1 through 7 
It says the word of God, in the Lord put I my trust, how say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. For lo, the wicked bend their bow, they make ready their arrow upon the string, that they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can I write, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids try, the children of men. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked, and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fires, and brimstones, and an horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. For the righteous, Lord loveth righteousness, his countenance doeth behold the upright. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning's word. We thank you, my God, for what you have done in Elohim. We thank you for your continuing presence. We thank you for your guidance. We thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. In these minutes that we have, my Lord, that you that know every need and every heart, we pray that you will touch us, minister through your word. And my Lord, that you will answer every person's petitions. As we delight in you, you shall grant us the desires of our hearts. And we pray, my God, that every petition can be answered, that every need can be supplied, because you satisfy and complete and fulfill all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Speak to our hearts, heal the sick, save the souls. Touch us, Lord. We need of you. We need to hear from you. And we're always careful to give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Trusting in God. Trusting is one of the hardest things we do. Can you agree with me? See, trust means make a refuge, have confidence in our firm belief. In the context of verse 1, verse 1, it literally means David was saying he was making a refuge in God. And a refuge is a place of shelter and safety. And there are a few important words from this teaching preaching message. In the Lord put I my trust. Those seven words are critical. In the Lord, not on government, not on friends, not on someone we know, not someone affluent, but it says in the Lord put I my trust. In order to trust in God, we must understand his trustworthiness. And as hard as it is for us to trust, in the human, trusting comes naturally to us. See, some trust in dream catchers to capture their bad dreams so they won't come back. Some trust in their jobs uh, to always be there to provide the money. Some people trust their brakes in their cars more than they trust God. The important consideration here in God's word is not whether we trust or not. The important consideration is where do we place that trust. And the Lord has reminded us today that we place our trust in the Lord. Because the Lord is my strength. 
And the, and the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. The more I rejoice in him, the more I seek of his presence, the more I seek of his guidance, I know that I know that I know I can place my trust in God. And when we place our trust in God, it doesn't matter the problem, it doesn't matter the situation, it doesn't matter the obstacle that we may have to cross. We know that we know that we know that God is able to help us through every situation in our lives. And that is putting our trust in God. Psalms 20 verse 7 says, some trust, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. How wonderful that in a tough situation, you can place your trust in God. That many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God shall deliver you from them all because you're placing your trust in God. That though you walk through the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because thou God is with us. That means we're placing our trust with God. That God will supply all of our needs. That God is able to do the miracle in our lives. That the Lord is our healer because we're placing our trust in God. It doesn't matter what the doctors have said. It doesn't matter what disease we may be confronting. My God is able because he took our sicknesses to the cross of Calvary and through his stripes we are healed for the glory of God so Proverbs 21 31 says the horse is prepared against the day of battle but safety is of the Lord see the battle is not ours he's gonna fight the battles for us as we place the trust in the Lord but we're not exempt from battles but, we, but the Bible is encouraging us, all we have to do is show up to the battle and trust in the Lord. So if you show up to the battle and you trust in the Lord, God is able to fight the battles for us and we are already victorious in the name of Jesus because I've placed my trust in the Lord. So notice what the second part of verse 1 says. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. There are mountains that sometimes we have to face. The size of the mountain could be bigger at times than other times. But when people try to talk you out of trusting God, they are saying to you, flee to something more tangible. Flee to something you can physically see. Flee away from your troubles. Take flight away or take flight and run away. And our attitudes needs to be, in spite of this bad counsel, I will trust in the Lord. It's interesting that our dollar in America says, trust in God. This nation needs to place their trust in God. Not just a slogan, not just a phrase, not just because it's on the dollar, but because our roots and our foundations were based in trusting in God. 
So what it means that in 2023, God has not changed. He still promises great things for his people. He still has great promises and, and plans for a nation. But we need to place our trust in God. Government needs to place their trust in God. People need to place their trust in God. Families need to trust in God. The church needs to trust in God because God is almighty. God is all powerful. God is the one that is working in our lives. God has a plan and he will bring that plan to reality as we place our trust in God. Hallelujah. So from good, from godless psychologists to atheists, professors, the sower of liberalism continue to, sp to spread out the garbage of humanism. And they tell you or they tell us not to trust in God. They tell us to trust in psychotropic drugs. They tell us to trust the systems of politics. They tell us to, to trust in psychology, philosophy, metaphysics. But never once do they tell us to trust in God. So ignore their counsel, ignore the counsel of the world. Hear the counsel of the scripture. And the scripture tells us this morning, trust in God. No matter how tough life gets, no matter how difficult it may seem, even when you find yourself against the wall and you can imagine and say, I don't know how I am going to get out of this one. In fact, I don't even know how God is going to answer this prayer. But you know something? It doesn't matter if you understand. It doesn't matter of how he's going to do it. One thing is to know how, but the other thing is to believe that he can. And because he can, he will. Because you're trusting in God. And God will do the impossible and make it possible for the glory of God so there are people who will take shots at you for trusting in God look at verse 2 the Bible calls those who try to destroy your character your ethics your trust in God wicked it seems they will be always be someone who is wicked who wants to shoot at the outright in the heart and people who stand my brothers for what is right will come under attack from those who don't, because those who don't feel guilty. Also notice the way the scripture words, the methods of the wicked. It says they will shoot in private. They are subversive, wicked people who will try to assassinate you because you are trusting in God. And they will try to, to take away your faith. They will try to see if you'd stop praying. But you know, the, the secret of victory is when you pray. And during this beginning of this course of the year, the church is praying for the greatest revival. The church is praying for the greatest time for God to manifest upon his people. The devil is a liar. He is defeated. He has no part over our lives because our life now belongs to Jesus. And because it belongs to Jesus, my life is planned out in God's eyes. Your life is planned out by God. The future is as bright as God's promises. And all we have to do is trust in God and believe that God can do great things even Jesus told the disciples you guys are amazed by the miracles you guys are amazed to see the lame walking the eyes of the blind see even the dead to be resurrected but it's not over you guys are going to do even greater things in my name and that word is still standing 
that in 2023 we can only expect greater things and greater days ahead and even with the pandemic that we're kind of crossing through and sometimes it's like a little reminder when it, it just kind of have a little spike on, 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 on the, the statistics. But we can truly say that God is still sitting on his throne and that God is in control. In 1918, we went through a, a pandemic. Those that were alive back then, the Spanish church was just giving birth in the assemblies of God. Today, we have 377,000 churches around the world. 70 million people that are worshiping the Lord on a Sunday like today. 49. 9.6 are Hispanic representing 44,000 folks that are worshiping God in a day like today in a Spanish church around the world. God is about to do something greater. If you believe it, trust in God because days ahead are going to be better. Years ahead are going to be greater until Jesus comes because Jesus is coming again. He's coming to lift up a glorious church, a church that is blessed by God because he paid the price. He paid the price. And all he calls us today is not to go at a cross, but to carry your own cross and to trust in God. Now let us look at God's trustworthiness. In verse 4 of chapter 11 of the Psalms, it says, The Lord is in his holy temple. Denotes he is right where he needs to be. And God is right here where he needs to be. He's right here. He is with you wherever you go. At every moment, at every time when he needs to be. I've learned something from God. God is never late. He's always on time. I've learned that God, you know, in his silence, he's up to something good for us. And sometimes you don't hear from him. But he's about to prepare and he's preparing something great for your life as we trust in the Lord. Because sometimes we want answers to be automatic. But sometimes a delay of an answer can be divine. Because God is just preparing it and getting it ready so that we can receive it as we trust in the Lord. The Lord is in his holy temple. God is not bound by time and God is not bound by space. He is omnipresent. You can't place him in a box. And thank God that no one can place him in the box. God is as free and loose to do whatever he wants in our lives. The only one that can hold him is ourselves when we stop trusting in him. But those that are smart will trust in God. Those that are intelligent will trust in God. Those that have God in their hearts will trust in God. Because there's no greater person to trust in these days but God. And to know that he is the God that helps us. To further explain the vast presence of God. The Bible says the Lord's throne is in heaven. This literally means the universe. Acts 7, 49 through 50 says, Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What house will ye build me? Save the Lord. Or what is the place of my rest? Have not my hand made all these things? How wonderful to know that God has made wonderful things. How can we begin to comprehend the infinite vast presence of God? And how can we grasp the reality of his immensity? Listen to what the Lord says in Job. Job 40, 6-14 says, Then answered the Lord unto Job out of the whirlwind and said, Gird up the lions, now like a man I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me, Wilt thou also 
this honor my judgment, with thou condemn me, thus thou mayest be righteous. Hast thou an arm like God, or canst thou thunder with a voice like him? Deck thyself now with majesty and excellency, and array thyself with glory and beauty. Cast abroad the rage of thy wrath, and behold everyone that is proud, and abase him. And it says in verse 1 and 2, Look on everyone that is proud, and bring him low, and trend down the wicked in their place. Hide them in the dust together, and bind their faces in secret. Then will I also confess unto thee, that thine own right hand can save thee. These scriptures don't even deal with God's immeasurable power and infinite might. He is trustworthy because he is the only God. And in Psalms 93, 1 through 4, say, The Lord reigneth, he is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he hath girded himself. The world also established that it cannot be moved. Thy throne is established of old, thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yet thy mighty waves of the sea. And then it says in Isaiah 45, 12, I have made the earth and created men upon it. I even in my hands have stretched out the heavens, and all their hosts have I commanded. Nature alone teaches us, my brothers and sisters, of God's trustworthiness. The very existence of stars prove his trustworthiness. Take into the account the complexity of our physical existence and know God is trustworthy. Man cannot even comprehend nuclear fusion, yet God has a ball of it warning on our planet. And if you ever find yourselves asking, can I trust God? The answer is resounding yes. I can trust in God. It does not matter what we face. We can trust God. Habakkuk 3.17 says, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off. From the fold and there shall be no herd in the stalls yet i will rejoice in the lord i will joy joy in the god of my salvation how wonderful to know that he is the god of salvation that even when my heart is overwhelmed I can say, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Oh, the rock is representing Jesus. He is my rock. He is my refuge. He is my strength. He is my everything. I can't do nothing without him. We need to learn the valuable lessons of trusting in God. Yes, he is my trust. Yes, he is my refuge. Yes, he is my safe place. Yes, he is worthy to be praised. And how wonderful to know that, that we can praise him in the morning. That we can praise him in the noontime. That we can praise him when the sun goes down. And it seems like David, when he wrote that psalm, he said, I can praise him three times a day. 
but three times a day wasn't enough and he said I'm gonna write another psalm I'm gonna write a psalm where it says I'm gonna praise him when I wake up in the morning I'm gonna praise him when I'm drinking my coffee I'm gonna praise him when I'm walking to work I'm gonna praise him in the, my lunch time table I'm gonna praise him on my way getting back from work I'm gonna praise him at the dinner table I'm gonna praise him before I go to bed I'm gonna praise him seven times a day and seven times David said I'm gonna praise him but he found out that seven times wasn't enough he says I'm gonna write another psalm and he says I'm gonna write now that I'm gonna praise him continually out of my mouth he's gonna come out praise you know how wonderful to know that every moment every second you can praise God for something you can praise God for the life that he has given you you can praise God for the the family that he has given you you can praise God for to, for today for the church that he has blessed you with for the pastor he has blessed you with we gotta trust and thank God for so many things because God has been wonderful to us simply because we have placed our trust in God so we need to learn every day how valuable that is, how special that is, no matter how difficult life gets. You know, it's not going to get better this world. But in God, we can make it. Because we're placing our trust not on the system, not on men. We're placing our trust in God. And that's why the world cannot understand us. How can we laugh and how can we smile in a time of pain? But just like the hymnologer says that it's even better to sing in pain than when we don't have no pain. It's better to rejoice. And why? Because in the midst of a problem, in the midst of a situation, God has given us peace. And that peace over, over, goes over all understanding. And the wonderful thing is, is that God doesn't want us or, or requires us to understand everything or understand processes. All he wants us to trust in him. I got this for you. I'm going to help you make it. You're not going to be alone. I'm going to be with you in every situation. Just like in the, the, the young people in the firing furnace. Just like Daniel with the lion's den. I'm going to be with you. And because God has promised to be with us, we have nothing to fear but to place our trust in him how many of you want to place your trust in him in this year 2023 he is worthy of all praise just trust him praise him no matter what may come your way because God is going to be faithful can we bow our heads this moment father we just thank you for your word that has been preached you know every heart you know every need those that are here present those that are listening oh my God that you are a God that we can just place and deposit all our trust in you. Lord, you know every heart that is in this place and those that are listening and watching this service. Lord, touch them wherever they may be. Touch us that are here, Lord, as well. Minister to our needs, my Lord. You know what we need from you. And we're careful to always give you every glory, every praise. Jesus, we ask you, my God, to touch us and minister. If there's someone that's in need of prayer today, and we like a special prayer. Just stand wherever you are. Stand to your feet, trusting in God. And says, you know, I'm going to trust God this year, 2023. I'm just going to depend on God no matter how difficult life may get. No matter what the doctor may say. No matter what 
the, the threats of losing my job. I'm going to trust in you and depend on you because even if we lose a job, God has a better one for us. We just got to learn to trust in him. And if you want a prayer because you want to trust in God in 2023, please stand to your feet and say, I want to trust him. I want to depend on him. I want to just trust in the Lord because he is worthy. He is worthy. And if you want to praise your way out of a problem, praise your way because you're trusting in God. Just stand up and believe God today. Believe God today that he is able. He is able to do the impossible possible. Raise your hands to heaven those that are standing right now wherever you are and we want to pray for you we want to pray for you before we even worship a song we want to pray for you this very moment and trusting in God that he will grant you the desires of your heart father in Jesus name you know every heart my Lord and we just spread out this whole sanctuary as the altar my God this very moment where your Holy Spirit is moving in a special way in a mighty way upon every heart in every life your word doesn't come back void your word has motivated us today encouraged us today to place our trust in you and we are standing believing my God and placing our trust in you every life that is here wants to trust you every life that is here is placing their trust in you father no matter what 2023 will bring we're gonna trust in you because you're gonna help us get through you're gonna help us have the victory you're gonna help us overcome every obstacle you're gonna help us be victorious in your name and we're gonna trust in you thank you father for who you are thank you for what you have done thank you for what you're doing very this very moment and thank you for what you will do tomorrow because we're placing your, my, our trust in you. Glorify your name and bless your people. Bless every family represented. Bless every leader. Glorify your name in this church. Glorify your, your name in every life that is here. And we're careful to thank you every day because we're placing our trust in you. Thank you, Jesus. If this message has ministered to you today, the altar is open for all who are willing. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this sermon. We pray it blesses and encourages your life.